You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. I am Steven Serta. It's night one of Super Bowl 57. We get you covered all week long here at arrowheadpride.com. It is February 6th, night one of Super Bowl media coverage. It's the night where there'll be a bunch of players on the field and we'll basically just sit around for two hours and watch them talk on the TV. Or if you're lucky enough to uh, be on the ground at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Like our uh, good friend Pete Sweeney, we've got a heavy dose of Pete Sweeney coming this week from Super Bowl from the ground in Arizona. So you might call it uh, Super Bowl Sweet. What's happening? <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to be down here. You see a lot of the the signage, and you could definitely tell the the city has more folks in it than it otherwise would. The, the downtown is packed, and I I think people are excited for for tonight where the Eagles and Chiefs get to have media excited to, to check that out. Uh, it will be eight o'clock here, which I believe is an hour dis- difference. And that translates to nine o'clock in, in Kansas city arrowhead time. Yeah. So it's super bowl media night. It's going to be a little late uh, if you try to go to bed early, but uh, if you do miss that, we'll have all of the press conferences from opening night media night for you available at the at Arrowhead Pride's uh, podcast channel. You can find that on Apple or Spotify. You can also check out, out arrowheadpride.com. We'll have plenty of night one write-ups and all of that stuff. We've got every aspect of this Super Bowl covered. But Pete, it's been a crazy couple of days for you. I know getting out to Arizona, getting uh, trying to figure out where you got to go and figure out uh, just where you got to go each and every day throughout the Super Bowl process. I know it's a really busy time, but uh, just as we're heading into night one of what's going to be a really long week of coverage leading up to the big game, uh, what are you most looking forward to? What do we need to be paying attention to? Just kind of set the stage for us. Yeah, you know, it's it's an interesting time. They young contributors on offense, certainly a ton of young contributors on defense to just not get distracted by all the hoopla. You lock in, you get the the thing done, you win a championship, and then there will be plenty of partying and, and off-the-field stuff to do after that in, in Kansas City and elsewhere. We saw the last time the Chiefs won a Super Bowl, they managed to have a pretty good time and make up for any quieter times that they might have had to have in, in Miami. So I, I think the veterans will be keeping the young guys in check. 
and it's it's locked in on the Eagles. It, it's it's always a little bit strange, but I mean, it's just the nature of the NFL where you think about the AFC all year long, and then to to win the big one, it's a team you you don't really study a lot. So I personally getting used to the Eagles, looking to see this is the measuring stick in Kansas City. If if you don't win the Super Bowl, you really have won nothing, and I think the Chiefs realized that this week. Yeah, and if you cut Frank Clark's press conference from last week, which he's always fantastic when he steps to the podium, you can find it on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network at From the Podium. He talked about how he kind of learned it's a lot more fun afterwards. You know, you, you're the right. first time you go to a Super Bowl, you're kind of sitting in your hotel room as a player, got, you got meetings and you got to be a thousand different places and you feel like you're missing out on the whole celebration. But he said that he has to remind the young guys, like, you're not missing out on anything. It's going to be a lot more fun once we win this thing. And I think that says a lot about his veteran presence and, and just the leadership in that Kansas city chiefs locker room. But we got a couple of moves, not a ton of stuff to update you on after the weekend that we haven't already updated you on uh, at arrowheadpride.com. But this afternoon, the Chiefs did activate running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and they moved wide receiver McCole Hardman to injured reserve, meaning that he is done for the year. He is not going to be available uh, in the Super Bowl, and it might be the last time that wide receiver McCole Hardman suits up for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, uh, Pete, what does this say about Clyde and his availability for the Super Bowl and just thoughts on McCole Hardman, whether or not we're going to see him suit up as a chief again? Yeah, you know, I think we knew that McCole was not going to play in this game when Andy Reid talked you'd want because the second half of the year he was completely injured. And I don't know if this is the scenario that Hardman wanted to enter the open market with. And I think that maybe opens a door for Kansas city to give him a fair deal for his worth and let him do a one year thing and see what happens at the end of this. I, I wouldn't completely rule Nicole Hardman out for staying in Kansas city, but it, it's, it's real right now. It, you know, it might've been the last game for him in that AFC title game. And Andy Reid commended his wherewithal to, to play in the game it sounded like he was really hurting and he, and he pushed through and was able to get two catches for 10 yards. I know that some fans are a little bit freaking out about the idea of Clyde Edwards, Hilaire being activated, just considering the run game has been pretty good between Isaiah Pacheco and early downs. And then Jarek McKinnon, of course, with the December and January, the AFC offensive player of the month for, for those two months with the two games in, in January, and I, I think it's it's more of a, a precaution than anything else. I don't know if it even necessarily means Clyde will be active. I know that Ronald Jones has had a touch here and there, but hey, if something were to happen to one of these running backs during practice or something, something like a, a freak accident or, or whatever, as can occasionally happen, we saw that with Travis Kelsey's back right before the AFC Championship, you have another, another running back available. Clyde's 21-day window was ending, and so the Chiefs had no use for Hardman being on the roster because he wasn't going to be ready to play against the Eagles. So they bring in Clyde. Again, I, I don't know how much they'll use him, if at all. I mean, I, again, I don't know if he'll even be active, but better to have players that can play than players that can't play, and I, I think that's what this move was here on Monday. Yeah, I, I think – it feels pretty safe to say just on the way the chiefs have managed injuries and things like that this season. Like I would have to imagine Clyde's not all of a sudden going to have a huge role in the offense in the super bowl. Um, maybe he gets the one Ronald Jones carry a game. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, even, you know, and, and folks that are worried about this, like, you know, we got to remind you that 
Pacheco didn't get the job because Clyde was injured. Pacheco yeah. got the job before Clyde was injured, and then he, and then he went to IR with the high ankle sprain. So the Chiefs are leaning into Isaiah Pacheco as that early down back. You know how they feel about Jarek McKinnon, if anything, right? And we're being liberal here. It'll be the Ronald Jones role, which has been one to three carries per game here at the end of the the season. So I don't think there's a ton to worry about. It's just another guy who can play. Final thing for me, Pete, before I let you go run around uh, Super Bowl media night, uh, yeah. just a- ahead of Super Bowl week and the all of the previewing, every aspect, every layer of this thing that we're going to cover all week long, um, just what is your biggest concern headed into the Super Bowl and hopefully something that you, know, you feel better about by Sunday right now for the Kansas City Chiefs? I like the Chiefs a lot better than I, I do the Eagles. I've said that already. I think the Chiefs have already played the best team they're going to play in these playoffs. I think they're better up and down in the Eagles. I don't understand the spread. Uh, not to say that I'm always picking the spread right. I've lost some money, full disclosure, on some Big 12 games lately with Kansas and Kansas State dropping games. But I, I don't understand why it isn't at least a pick em or favoring the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are a more complete team than the Philadelphia Eagles. If there's one part of the Eagles that I I think I might be worried about, it's that rushing attack. If the rushing attack can get going, we have seen at times the Chiefs this season where they allow big, explosive rushing plays. But you know what? They sure it up, right? Like you go back to that Titans game where Derrick Henry explodes for you know, nearly 100 yards in the first half, and then they play better in the second half. So I, I just think it's not getting into – quicksand and deep hole if the Eagles are able to have some success on the the ground early. I, I just tend to think the, the Chiefs offense is going to be able to go blow for blow with the Eagles. And I, I know it's turning into a little bit of a cliche here, and I, I, I hate that, but these rookies that are essentially saying that they're not rookies anymore, you, you really believe it. I mean, they have some swagger to them. Uh, we used to talk about championship swagger when Tyron Matthew was here doesn't seem like these rookies are phased, even as they gear up to face two of the better receivers in the league in A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. And why not? I mean, you just came off of a victory against another really good pass catching trio. And so, again, I, I think if there's one worry, I have, it's, it's the rushing attack. But if the Chiefs zone in on the run, establish the run defense early, I think this could be a game that Kansas City has in control. I look towards those games against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the San Francisco 49ers where everyone's saying, oh, the Chiefs are not going to be able to attack what is one of the better defenses in football. And they end up putting 40 points on, on both of those teams. Uh, so uh, I, I just, I'm not as worried. I, I feel as everybody else, maybe that is a mistake. I'll knock on wood here in, in Phoenix, but uh, I feel pretty good about this game even right now. Maybe that'll change uh, as the week goes on. He's Pete Sweeney. You can follow him on Twitter at PG Sweeney. He'll be on the ground in Arizona all week leading up to the Super Bowl. And a quick programming note, we did not have an Arrowhead Pride editor show for you guys today. So I know you're missing Pete and John Dixon, <laughs> but they will be back next week. Uh, just had to change up the lineup yeah. a little bit for Super Bowl well, week. So there'll be, be we'll plenty of fresh one. marinated takeaways. Yeah, I will be back in Kansas City on Monday. And so we will do that show win or lose on Tuesday. So we'll, we'll be we're loading up the content, win or loss. Uh, obviously, I, I think all of us in Kansas City are 
are hoping that, that the Chiefs end up victorious here. All right, Pete. Go talk to some players. We'll talk to you tomorrow for the next Super Bowl 57 report. All right, see you. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.